Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Agents of Mace. Today, it happened. We finally got to see the finale of the Disney Plus Marvel series, Miss Marvel. And boy, oh boy, was it pretty good. But there were some big implications for the future. Um, I feel like there was a lot more hero stuff going on in this episode um mixed with the fact that they're all teenagers uh and it got a little goofy but like fun goofy uh but overall i think for finale it seemed the least rushed to me at least of all the ones that we've seen so far so uh how about you guys first thoughts solid finale thoroughly enjoyed it um i get what you're saying yeah there, there's like some silly moments but for this it makes sense mm-hmm. and there's one moment in particular we called in the last episode or maybe i did i can't remember um but then there are some things that i was well, I think I feel like one we were kind of expecting. We just didn't know what would happen, but there was one that I was not expecting at all. <laughs> How about you, Elisa? I'm with you guys. Thought it was really solid. Like stuck the landing. It was really sweet and fun and funny, and that's all that I ever wanted from the series at all. No. Um. And there's a lot to talk about, as always. So <laughs> we can go ahead and jump in. All right. Well. We kind of pick up where we left off um, from the last episode, and they're trying to find a way to both hide Kamran and get him out of the city, because it seems like whatever power he has now may be taking him over. Um, I was a little disappointed that his power was for all intents and purposes, exactly the same as Kamala's powers. Um, Just because in, you know, in the comics, he does have such like a different power from hers that I thought, oh, that's where we're going. But then, no, he pretty much has the same skill set that she does. He just doesn't know how to control it. And it does seem to like every now and then kind of burst out of him Mm -hmm. randomly. Um, So we get basically a, Fun. There's like two big montages almost in this episode. Um, and this is one of them where we kind of see them all scrambling to figure out like where to hide him, what to do. Uh, damage control is like right on their heels everywhere they go. And it's really setting damage control up as a villain as opposed to helping in any way um yeah that's what i was kind of watching through this i was like 
Yeah, we're seeing damage control as this villain-esque type entity. But are they? Do we we don't really know. I mean, even like the the actress that is kind of leading this group, she has this villainous vibe about her. Mm-hmm. But it would be nice it would have been nice to get more insight into the motives of the damage control. Mm-hmm. Like I get it. They're trying to find these heroes and essentially like take them in to prevent damage from happening. But uh, it, it'd be nice to know more about like kind of what are their personal motives? Like what are they trying to accomplish? Mm-hmm. I did see an interesting theory about damage control in the mm-hmm. MCU. Um, that has a little bit more to do with some stuff we learn later on the episode, but it essentially, they think that they're going to set damage control up to be like the villain for any of the future uh, X-Men movies because they really set damage control up as like a, they're there to find people who get powers and are dangerous and that makes could, sense in, yeah. in the sense of like mutants because it's, yeah. or like X-Men and, and this kind of world because, yeah, it's like you don't know what they can do and what they're capable of. So mm-hmm. we need to find them so we can figure that out before we actually like let them go live their lives. Exactly. And they're like chasing after kids and like you yeah. do kind of get this flip flop back and forth with damage control in this episode where like it seems like maybe the director is like stop chasing them their kids but at the same time he's also the one that was chasing them at the beginning and so it's like oh, I don't I don't know but you know in in the comics the mutant gene usually appears during puberty so mm-hmm. that's why there's you know Xavier school and there's so many like teenage mutants uh so I mean it would make sense that if they're here to find people with powers that are dangerous, they're going to look at kids first because kids yeah. wouldn't know how to control their powers. So it's an interesting. But the director thought. is trying really hard to call them off mm-hmm. from uh, hurting the kids. And he's mm-hmm. like, it's gotten way too out of hand. Get out of there and tells them that multiple times mm-hmm. and they still are going for it. So I don't know if it's necessarily the whole organization that's totally evil or mm-hmm. just these people, mm-hmm. particularly the lady. Which they, yeah. like I y'all mean, said, it, she's got, she's got that face with the cheekbones. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> they could easily like splinter off into another group, but I will say, I wonder if they will. E- even even though the director does sort of like, you know, hey, stop that! Hey, it's getting crazy. Get out of there. He also mentions multiple times that like, it's basically because it'll make them look bad. Not so much that he cares that they're chasing mm-hmm. kids or anything. It's just like, hey, you're making us look bad. Like, stop. This is bad press for us. So it's like, oh, do you care or do you not care? I still don't really know. Which one of them specifies the non-lethal bullets? I think he does. So even that's even kind of like, you can hurt I'm just not too bad. Yeah, yeah. I'm guessing that's what the little warning before the episode was for. Yeah, mm-hmm. since they're shooting at children. Yeah. Probably, yeah, I did completely forget that we had that warning that they the said. Yeah, so I was like, you know, and that changes perspectives of of watching the show. I was like, oh my goodness, like how intense is this going to be? And I mm-hmm. like, I don't know. This is a tough one because like I get it, but 
you know, it's an entertaining show. Like, I didn't think it went that bad, but I guess I could see. I could see maybe, like, the guns in a school. Yeah. Being the, like, um, the triggering moment. But I will say that it wasn't, like, when I saw it, my first thought was, like, oh, is something violent going to happen? Or, Mm -hmm. you know? And not really. Like, I, I don't even think anyone gets shot in the entire episode. I think they only, lot and stuff. only with baseballs. Yeah, <laughs> softballs. Which, granted, we'll get into this soon, but I mean, the whole like Home Alone esque, like, set up our booby traps, that mm-hmm. was so much fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, you know, it was, that's where I was saying it, it gets a little goofy, but like fun. But it's yeah, fun. yeah, it's enjoyable. Uh, Earlier in the episode, I thought maybe before we got to the part with the, the guns and everything, I thought maybe the moment that they were warning us about was when they go in and search the mosque because they're like, we don't care. Well. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I was like, that could definitely be something that was very, very sensitive for a lot of viewers. Um, but then later I was like, oh, no, it's definitely this other part. Yeah. I think like the whole mosque, the way you know, the community kind of handled it. It was just kind of like, this isn't our first road. Like we, mm-hmm. you know, they like all with Roddy's out. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah it's <laughs> Tuesday. Uh, I guess before we get too far away from the beginning, cause like the, the meat of this episode is sort of like two thirds in, but um, we also kind of get to see Kamala speaking with her family about the fact that she is nightlight. Um, and it's a fun moment uh, to see them all like, oh, this is so cool, like asking her questions about her powers and no one is like upset at her for not telling them or anything like that. They're all very supportive. Um, the only thing that happens is her dad mentions to her like, just because you have powers doesn't mean you need to like put yourself in harm's way. And she very quickly is like, you didn't raise me like that you know, I need to help people if I can help people. And it's like, it's very Spider-Man-esque. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do get another big, like, Spider-Man-y moment with uh, Kamala and her father on the roof. Yeah. Uh, where he kind of, like, speaks to her about her powers and stuff like that. And it's it's a lot of fun to see that stuff. Knowing how, like weird and dark a lot of the x-men mutant stories are Mm -hmm. as far as parents are concerned and i feel like this this episode very clearly is like leading us towards those storylines um so it's fun to see like a a nice family story (laughs) yeah i like the you know let's say we called it like her mom (laughs) makes her outfit we Mm. get that like at the very beginning I was just like, I knew it. <laughs> I will say, I will say, my one gripe uh-huh. is I feel like this whole s- season we've been seeing bits and pieces of her outfit. Yeah. And then zero of those were used in her outfit. Her mom has created her this complete outfit. I mean, I guess yeah. the mask. She wears the yeah. mask. But other than that, like none of the other stuff that we saw through the season at like teasing her outfit were used for her outfit. <laughs> And where did her mom get like superhero uh, fabric? Didn't she say that she got it while they were still in Pakistan? Like she would have like commissioned it. 
Like, it needs to look exactly like this. This poor person was having to, like, sew it in, like, the day and a half, I guess, that they had since they found out she was a superhero and leaving Pakistan. <laughs> yeah. And, like, why did she choose the the lightning bolt? I know it was, like, the crushed charm mm-hmm. or whatever, but, like, did that mean that much to her mom to make that? I don't know. I felt like that was the one part of this episode that I was like, oh, come on. Like, that's how... She just gives it to her. Yeah. Yeah. But I wish that it had been like where she cobbled it together from all of her like first experiences as a superhero. Like just going out and buying it is, as I said before, it's very spirit Halloween. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, she, a, it's a really nice suit and it's sweet that it's this moment between her and her mom. Yeah. But still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's almost like taking like the kick-ass approach if you've seen that movie like Mm -hmm. he's just gonna buy it off of ebay (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah so it's like okay all right but i mean for the final episode that's the like one thing that i didn't like so much i'll take it (laughs) yeah that was fun i'm kind of glad they kind of just moved through that sequence fairly quickly of like she's just kind of like in the position like i probably should just go ahead and get everyone on the same page and there's like Oh yeah, we already know. We're cool right. with it. <laughs> because yeah. dad was on speakerphone talking to yeah. mom. <laughs> I loved that. Um, well, we basically get to the point where all right, now they need to get Kamran out of the city. Um, this is where some stuff begins to happen in the background. Um, Kamala calls the Red Daggers and is like, Hey, I need your help. We gotta get Kamran out of the city. He's losing it. Um, A moment here is we see the map in the Red Daggers. Um, Originally, where they were focused on was like full bottom of Pakistan. Uh, Now the map has moved. Um, It is more... Let's see. I pulled up a world map to Hmm. see for sure. It is now on the borders of China, India... Oh, my map. What's happening? Had it all set up and then it moved. All right. Uh, it's in China. Asia? Yeah. So it's it's like right on the far left of Asia. Um, mm. It is China, Nepal, India, Pakistan, Tajikistan, and Kyrgyzstan is like where they have this the little circle of where they're kind of focusing because remember they're following the noom um so i wonder if this is going to tie the red daggers to maybe um like we're gonna see some sort of cross with wong and the red daggers like maybe noom has something to do with all these artifacts that he's kind of trying to find um i don't know if this is pulling us more towards japan maybe we're moving down a little bit to like madripoor like i don't really know where we're going and i wish that there were more episodes and we got to see the map like move more (laughs) um Mm -hmm. but it is interesting that now they have shifted their focus or where they're focused um so that could potentially lead to something down the line. I don't know if the Red Daggers will come up again or if this is just like a Miss Marvel series character. Um, but 
something to note. The Basically, the plan now is they're going to take Kamran and they're going to hide him until the evening, and then they're going to go to the docks, and he's going to get on a boat and disappear. That's the plan. I don't know that it's ever really explained why they go to the school. I say because it's Saturday and no one will be there. Yeah, that's why. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, there was. It was like so quick because like it was Kamala's friend. She was like, "No one's gonna be there." Yeah, so they <laughs> they decide to like hide out at the school. It's like the uh, one empty place for I guess yeah what it was, yeah the weekend. And it turns out no, it's not because Zoe goes there to do her TikToks yeah. and the good lighting at the theater. Right. Right. <laughs> And Zoe is now a fan of Kamala's yep. and wants to help. So this is where we begin the fun silliness. Um, basically, like Luke said earlier, uh, Home Alone happens. Um, <laughs> they, they set up in the school. Uh, the school is quickly surrounded by damage control, and so they have to come up with this crazy plan with all these traps and booby traps and all kinds of goofiness <laughs> to a tiny disco ball yeah 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 <laughs> uh to evade the uh, damage control agents who come in and boy oh boy when damage control comes in they come in hard because it was like police outside and then like full armor SWAT team running yeah. in to get them with guns and sonic weapons. Um, but there's a, it's fun. I, I really enjoyed this part. I thought the only thing it was missing was more of that. And they never brought it back. I don't know why, but more of that episode one, uh, like cartoony drawings mixed in. Mm-hmm. On the, you know, I think that would have been a lot of fun, especially with people are flying around with uh, <laughs> fire extinguishers and setting off the little robot that's uh, like the Alexa <laughs> starts playing at one point. I think that they did this well. I think it could have been more on brand mm-hmm. with the show. Um, it definitely seemed like maybe we're leaning on this like Stranger Things esque group of kids fighting off adults. Um, but again, there's like zero negative moments here. I think it's a yeah. lot of fun. Even like Kamal's brother just appears like almost out of nowhere. <laughs> right. <laughs> I like that moment because he's just like. You realize I went to school here too. I know we're all like <laughs> how to get in and out. <laughs> yeah, and and basically says that uh, mom sent me to, yeah. to watch you, ba- babysit. Basically, he's uh, he's Steve. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of fun stuff here. I would definitely watch the episode for this moment alone. Um, but we get to see Kamala start to kind of understands that Kamran may not be on her side. Um, and we see Kamran kind of lose it a little bit. Uh, Kamala uses her giant fist to stop him from 
I assume killing a bunch of people. We don't really. He goes a little bit crazy once he gets outside yeah. and is attacking people. But, but like even in the school, there's moments where it's like a mm-hmm. standoff between the agents, and he's like throwing his powers like towards them mm-hmm. in more of a evil esque way, and she's stopping it. I think that this could have been done a little bit better if like once he went outside because basically Kamran escapes and goes outside and is surrounded by all the outside agents and there's like a whole group of people that are watching he flips out a little bit and like hardcore attacks a bunch of agents but it's that like superhero fighting where like it's not really any different than watching anyone else fight in a Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if we're supposed to assume that he's killing those people or if he's just knocking them out. But I think that them trying to show that he's like losing control, I almost feel like it would have been better if he had gone like a little bit crazier on at least like one of them yeah um because i don't know you're not like cheering for him but at the same time you're like well yeah he just like walked outside and a bunch of people like started trying to shoot him like well and he was upset because he just found out that his mom died mm -hmm. and so he's like i don't think we're supposed to interpret him as being evil at least like not not yet i i could see it where maybe something happens to push him closer to that side later he's a kid Mm -hmm. and he's been put into like this hideous situation and he's got powers that he's not fully in control of yet Mm -hmm. um we saw earlier in this episode where uh he kind of is accidentally using them at first because he feels threatened and so part of it could be again something that's kind of out of his control although a lot of it did feel intentional done in anger done in fear that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff so it's it's not real clear exactly with uh cameron where he's headed Mm -hmm. because i could see it going either way but for now he's just a confused kid Mm. i think that they with like a little bit more focus on that we could have had a more well not well-rounded but a better character i think that we they did kind of leave kamran in a sense open Mm -hmm. so like in the future they could be like ah he's evil and we'd be like okay but they could also be like oh he's good now and we could also be like yeah okay because they just kind of left it yeah a lot of that's just like being that he's you know alone it's like who's going to take him under their wing and Mm -hmm. what's that person's motives because that's what i see potentially happening is it's going to be a future villain that's going to raise him to be more evil Mm -hmm. that's a tough you know there's just so much this mixture of like things going on because like cameron's going crazy and he's using his powers and then he's also kind of has this moment with kamala and then like bruno shows up and then we finally get that Thanks, Bruno. Like, mm-hmm. got the name right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Bruno lets them, like, 
run off together, even though he likes Kamala and yep. can tell that Kamala likes Cameron. So he's like, you guys go. And the dudes come up and they beat up Bruno. Yeah. Right against oh, the man, guys. Yeah. Like, and I was like, that was very, very like, it was dark for this episode. And, yeah. Maybe that was it, what the warning was. <laughs> Throw it solidified that I'm team Bruno in this uh <laughs> In this Pokemoning situation of Kamala's where she's got to catch all the boys, she needs to go with Bruno. Because Bruno was there first, and he loves her enough that he wants her to be happier than he wants himself to be happy. But the cutest boy is the one she left back in Pakistan. Just... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm also team Bruno. Um, For a bunch of reasons. Uh, But before we get get too far into my main reason um when we're outside and damage control is attacking kamala and kamran uh we get to see the sonic weapons that they use in the hulk uh Mm -hmm. not the the incredible yeah the incredible hulk yeah um so that's interesting because i wonder if we're supposed to think that maybe uh there's some sort of connection between damage control and what's his name? Thunderbolt. Um, I can't remember his first name. The, the like sergeant. Oh, um, it's general Ross, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember his first name either. Is it not Thunderbolt? <laughs> it Maybe. I just remember they call him Thunderbolt. Um, so I'm, I'm wondering you know, we've seen him pop up a couple times in MCU things, um, mm-hmm. including, I think, most recently we saw him when we were watching through all those uh, little bonus, like, one-off things. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's in one with Tony Stark. So I'm wondering if he has something to do with damage control. Um, it would be interesting because he is sort of like a villain sometimes hero sometimes villain um mm-hmm. we'll be the one that generally created the that or mm-hmm. um we also get to see kamala's like full embiggened form um which she says audibly embiggen which is a nod to the <laughs> comics um mm-hmm. it's a little different obviously in this because she gets surrounded by hard light uh yeah. which I wanted to point out uh, if for any, this is another X-Men thing happening, um, any X-Men fans, uh, there is an X-Men character called Armor, um, and that's basically what she can do. She creates, like, armor out of light around her. Um, So this seemed like maybe it was a nod to that, um, mixed with, obviously, like, Kamala's normal like comic book accurate powers. Um, And then moving forward from here, we, well, I guess before we get there, Kamran throws a car. Kamala catches it. It's a big moment. That may be like the moment that we're supposed to think Kamran like went a little too far because he Mm -hmm. clearly in his eyes didn't mean to throw the car at the crowd of people. It just happened. So Kamala saves them all. And then once sort of the dust settles, um, we see the moment where 
the damage control agent gets fired from her job and told to leave. And they're trying to leave, but also they're like, well, I mean, should we get Kamala? And then she kind of like hops through the air away from everybody. I will say as she hops away, it seems like she keeps going higher and higher. Mm -hmm. That doesn't seem smart. (laughs) Like, I mean, cool that you could do that, but like, wouldn't it make more sense to just like hop closer together than yeah, like (laughs) go way up in the sky. I don't know. Unrelated. Um, But then we get to the moment that I've wanted to talk about since I saw it, uh, which is, Fast forward just a tiny bit, um, and Bruno pulls up in Kamran's car, which Bruno has claimed as his own, um, and he and Kamala have a moment where they're talking, and he brings up the fact that he's looked into her DNA some more, and that there's something strange. She's not like the rest of her family. There seems to be a genetic mutation in her genes, And then we hear a little riff from the 80s X-Men cartoon, and I lost it. Oh, I I wouldn't be surprised if we all did. (laughs) I was like, I lost it too. (laughs) The moment we've all I was just thinking too much. It's like, Drew and Luke are going to lose it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so I wanted to bring this back up. I know we've already talked about it a little bit, but I want to know, do we think that this is just a nod to her mutant abilities in the comics? Or do we think that this is sort of what we talked about before, which may be a nod to in the future, she is going to get her comic accurate powers. That, that that's literally what I've been thinking like the past 45 seconds is <laughs> I'm expecting that, we will get the comic more comic accuracy down the road. Um, you know, there's probably more to unlock with the bangle, which I've seen a lot of people. What is it? It's the neck. Is it negabands? Mm-hmm. Right. The Cree, yeah. The Cree negabands. Yeah. So I think most fans are expecting that's what the bangle actually is. I'm sure a lot of this is just, we're waiting on current technology to mm-hmm. get to the point where we can actually, you know, see on screen the comic accuracy abilities, but that's what I'm thinking is going to happen. Um, I am. Oh, so excited for that to happen. Um, and we kind of get a nod to maybe when it will happen um, in the post credit scene, um, or I guess mid credit scene. There's no real post. Yeah. All the credits. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm hopeful that that is what's going to happen. It would make sense because if mm-hmm. you think about all of the movies where someone can stretch, if they stretch in, you know, a gloved costume, it's all right. It's fine. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look amazing, but it's fine. If they stretch and it's just their skin, it doesn't look good at all because, boy oh boy, they haven't figured that out yet. Um, so that's what I'm leaning towards as well, that they're just waiting until they can do it justice before they do it. Uh, but I feel like the Bengals have thrown a little bit of a wrench into this Mm. just because 
her powers are so different. Yeah. Um, that I am interested to see if they do give her comic accurate powers, how she'll incorporate those. Will she still have the bangle? Will she lose the bangle? And that's why she gets her comic accurate powers. It's a lot, a lot going on in the MCU future. <laughs> thinking, I'm thinking we are going to see professor X soon. Do, are we going to get a new, I don't professor know. I don't X? know. Yeah. I don't know in terms in comics, who Miss Marvel collaborates and runs into in terms of like Xavier, just X Men in general. But I think I don't know. You would expect that's going to happen. Is like she know if if we know that there's this mutant ability within her, she loses the bangle, struggles to figure out like, well, how do I harness these powers? It makes sense. Like Professor X would be the one to be like, mm-hmm. I can help you. Well, you know, in the uh, most recent series for Miss Marvel, the first mutant that she runs into is Wolverine. So mm. could be, could be. <laughs> um, she does lean a little bit more towards the inhuman side of the right. mutants, though. Um, she doesn't thought do about it. that as well. Like this yeah. is kind of could be more of a nod to inhumans. Could be what's coming next. I don't, mm. but we don't know. Yeah, but inhumans is like a soft intro to. X-Men. Yeah. I mean, it'd be an easy way for them to incorporate mutants into the MCU by being like, ah, mm-hmm. oh, the Inhumans, and they have the Terrigen Mist, and the Inhumans are the ones that create the mutants, rather than, ah, oh, the mutants have been here the whole time, we just haven't talked about them. So, there's potential. Mm-hmm. Um, but essentially, this is kind of where the episode wraps up. Um, Kamala gets her name when she's talking with her dad. Uh, He mentions that Kamala means Marvel. Um, And so she's very excited that she shares her name with Carol Danvers. So that's where she gets the Miss Marvel title. Finally, no more nightlight. Um, (laughs) There was that really funny moment earlier on where somebody calls her Miss Nightlight and she goes, nope, not that name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a fun little moment after she saves everyone too, where we get to see a bunch of people's, uh, social media posts, uh, mm-hmm. where they're talking about how excited they are about Kamala. So, or I guess about Miss Marvel. Um, so it's fun to see that, that she is a local legend now in New Jersey. Um, yeah. the, the classic kapow. Yeah. Yeah. Kapow. <laughs> Hashtag kapow. Uh, yeah. So it's all fun and games until she's back in her room and laying on her bed. Her mom yells at her that she needs to do her science homework. And the bangle starts moving and grooving and glowing. And then all of a sudden she shakes her arm and like warps away and somebody flies through her closet door when that person stands up we see it's none other than carol danvers it took them literally the entire season because this is the last scene (laughs) um but we did get miss marvel uh she looks around very confused at kamala's room which is like basically wall to wall 
Miss Marvel mixed with like some, there's like a little bit of Thor and an Iron Man drawing or something, but it's just like all Miss Marvel stuff. Um, Captain Marvel. Captain yes. Marvel. Yes. Excuse me. Captain Marvel. Um, and she says, you know, oh, no, 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 no. And then starts to walk away. Um, so that's where they leave us. Uh, I, the next time we see Kamala will be in the Marvels, which I don't even think has a release date yet. Um, but it's wrapped. I would ex- it can't be too far. Well, I feel like uh, all the stuff we're going to get is going to be at um, probably what San Diego Comic Con. Oh uh, yeah, you know, with that coming up, um, potentially get an actual release date for that and i'm sure we're gonna get some kind of tease towards the future of mutants in the mcu i mean we have to at this point i I feel like that's the biggest setup is like this is really just to get everyone amped up for san diego comic-con and uh any future disney plus days yeah i I want to know if we are going to get mutants in things before we get a mutant movie or if we'll get, we'll just keep getting teases and then we'll get a mutant movie. Some, some mutant, it doesn't matter at this point. And then that will be like our introduction I'm nervous that they'll do, they'll focus too much on origin stuff. Yeah. Um, but I think that at this point, with how many X-Men movies are out there, they could focus more on telling some of those stories a little better um, and just kind of leaving us with the fact that like we know the main mutants and we know their stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess it would be different if they do go the inhuman route and the Terrigen Mist is what creates mutants on whatever Earth this is. And we go that way into mutant stuff. Wasn't um, there another reference in like the social media stuff? Didn't someone mention like Earth 616? Uh, someone's name, I believe, had 616. Oh, Master Paul 616. Yeah. That was right, yeah. Um, which is interesting because the actress that plays Kamala is a huge Marvel fan and she mm-hmm. has outwardly said multiple times that she does not believe that the MCU is Earth 616, even though that's mm. what they claim. Yeah. Um, so who knows at this point? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's, that is a secret that we may never know the answer to. Um, <laughs> What if Kevin just like says that and he's like, this is something you'll never know is what you, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I think that'd be silly, but, see it. Like, but yeah, I mean, he, he is probably the only person that knows. And even then oh, yeah. it may be sort of like a fluid thing. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, for now, it's six on six for now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that was, uh, that was Miss Marvel. I think it was a very fun series. Um, 
I think it did slow down a little bit the last two episodes, but this episode it like picked up speed and like not in a way that, you know, like I said at the beginning, every mm-hmm. other series that we've seen, the last episode or the last two episodes have seemed so rushed. And this episode seemed to like take its time, wrap up the storylines, and get her to her Miss Marvel status. Mm hmm without ever seeming like they were running out of time or scrambling to end the show. Um, so hopefully that's a good sign for things to come. <laughs> that's what we need more of. Mm-hmm. Uh, so next up we have Thor Love and Thunder, which if you've seen it, awesome. Um <laughs> Don't spoil anything for people that haven't seen it yet, uh, but definitely join us next week uh, where we will break down Thor Love and Thunder. Um, oh my goodness. I will say, with especially with this this Miss Marvel finale, it was last night, probably like around 7.38 is when I started seeing like the spoilery breaking news things. So it's like... Man, you can't hold. You can't give people like a few days. It's yeah. like right away. It's like boom, boom, boom. Yeah, yeah. I saw that too. I I literally like finished the episode and went on Facebook and saw somebody posted something. Mm-hmm. Just hold off. If you enjoyed it, that's awesome. Other people probably want to enjoy it too. At least give them a week to watch it. Um, yeah. You know. That's all we ask. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we have Thor: Love and Thunder, and then after that, we are looking forward to She-Hulk, um, mm-hmm. which I think starts in August. I'm looking real quick to see. Is yeah, August seventeenth. Okay. So about a month away, a little over a month away. Okay. Um, in between, we will probably continue our watch through of the X-Men Legacy movies. So don't miss out on those, uh, and then we'll keep you all up to date with trailers and news for She-Hulk and any other uh, Marvel MCU movies or shows that we get news about. Um, I think <clears throat> I think prior to She-Hulk, we should totally review both The Hulk and The Incredible Hulk. Uh, yeah, I'm not excited about The Hulk, but yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I have never seen The Hulk. Oh my so. god. It's been, it's been a minute since I've watched it. Um, he fights a rain cloud. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> I'm yeah. just, I'm wondering how. <laughs> you gotta see it. Yeah, you have to suffer through it. <laughs> Didn't, uh, what is his name? The director, it's Aang something. Oh. Ang Lee. Is it Ang Lee? Is that his name? Mm-hmm. That sounds right, yes. And he's like an incredible director. <laughs> <laughs> so how this did happen? Yeah, Ang Lee. You know? That's a question. That is a question. Uh, yeah, Jen- Jennifer Connelly's in it. Nick Nolte. Sam Elliott. Isn't Eric Bana in it? Yeah, he's... Uh, Eric Bana he's is Hulk. Hulk. Yep, he is Hulk. <laughs> well, Bruce Banner, I guess. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I will say the only thing from that movie that I feel like they pulled into the MCU was the fact that the Hulk looked... They tried to make the Hulk look similar to the actor. Yeah. Whereas I feel like an Incredible Hulk, Hulk didn't look anything like 
Edward Norton. Right. Um, but then... I, I'm still okay with that. I really enjoy The Incredible yeah, Hulk. Yeah, yeah, Incredible Hulk's really good. <laughs> Hulk... We'll, we'll tell you about it. Don't miss that episode. <laughs> uh, any final thoughts on Miss Marvel? I'd say the one thing that that still kind of... I don't even know. Why do people just want to hover around when like crazy violent things are going on? <laughs> like it always trips me out as like there's all this damage literally going on, yet there's a crowd of people just uh just watching. Yeah. No fear of like this this car may come crush me at any second. <laughs> yeah, and they're not even like the other end of the street. I mean, they're like it's right. It's like right behind. on top of everyone. Yeah. But you, again, guns. I'm like, I'm like reflecting. It's like kind of, you know, we've see this in Spider-Man three, you kind of see it again in the amazing Spider-Man two. It's like, <laughs> it's like you get the mentality of like humans. We're curious. We want to know what's going on and we want to be a part of that moment and share the story. But at the same time, it's like, I don't want to be crushed by like a bus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or shot. Like, cause you got damage controls everywhere or you don't want to be blasted with like the, sonic gun thing mm-hmm. well and that's like the whole point of damage control so it's interesting that yeah. they wouldn't like try to maybe push the line of people back further <laughs> yeah to prevent damage yeah uh, well it's like chaos control <laughs> yeah yeah um well uh, like we said that's a that's a wrap on kamala khan for now uh, who we'll see again in the Marvels. So, uh, yeah. For the one liner this week, um, I pulled one that is pretty, uh, pretty basic, but it's a big one for the show. So, uh, just always remember that what you seek is seeking you. So, yeah. We'll see I you. like that one. And also, thank you for not pressuring us to come up with one this week. Oh, you, of course. I, I remembered this time to uh, to look one up instead. I was going to say, just just kind of like fade out with like that X-Men riff. Oh. All right. New one. Yeah, new one. <laughs> See you guys next week.